The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to the shack. This one's going to be a hot, 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 hot episode. Is it? Yeah, my hands are ooh hot. It's almost like uh, it's it's almost like I just held spicy Bigfoot breath, spicy raw garlic dust found at flavorsforest.com. We're going to talk about NFL conspiracies. NFL conspiracies. I just, I don't know what just happened. My brain just went, Ugh. Uh We live in, do we do the intro at all? I'm Wilbur. I'm Hard. Daniel. And welcome to DW Conspiracy Shack, where all your questions in life are. You need to focus today. You've are, been rough. They're, they're put, all the questions are put under the spotlight and we uh, expose them and tell you the truth. You get only truth here, DW. That's what you come here for. That's what DW stands for. So this is, uh, yeah, yeah. DW stands for truth. Definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! You about fell out of your chair. That's great. I wasn't ready for that. You said it so fast, too. <laughs> I was gonna say right, which is funny, <laughs> like rights rather than W. Yeah, like the right brothers, <laughs> but definitely wrong. Uh, that's funny you said that. Like you, you beat me to it right off the rip. Uh, this will come out the week after the Super Bowl, the one of the largest scams Pet in Pet history. Pet. Yeah, it's a Roman Coliseum, like all over again. Oh, gosh, uh, but we're gonna talk about fifteen NFL conspiracy theories. Okay. Uh, we'll probably mix it in. I just found this cool little article that kind of talked about it. Ooh. Since we live in the home of the football, half of our town goes to the Super Bowl every year. That's true. Um, and before we even get to the list, I think uh, the NFL and major sports in general are just the modern-day version of the Roman Coliseum, you know, where mm -hmm. it just it's their only purpose for professional major sports are to distract the public. And keep your mind occupied and you know, arguing about, yeah, my, well, the, the Browns lost again. Can you believe it? Oh, shucks. Oh, we were so good. We had so much promises. You know what? Next year we'll get them. Yeah, next year. Yeah. You sound like Jimmy. No, Jimmy's not like that. Jimmy's not. Well, no, Green he's. Bay. I've heard him yell. Yeah. No, there's, I mean, there's, I've heard people that's just too much. It's too much. I used to care about this stuff. And now, because I played football growing up. When you had hair. Back when I had hair, I played football. I loved playing football, um, and I cared about it. There was, but 
as I got older, you know, and then I cared about, oh, like I was obsessed with college football. I was obsessed with NFL football. And I just really cared about the progression of the people going up to it, you know, and I, I, I just, I was very invested, let's put it that way. But then as, now, as I'm older, getting older, and I'm more removed, what I liked about football growing up was just the camaraderie, um, the, you know, being with your friends and doing something together with them, you know, to achieve a goal. And when you won, it was a good feeling because you did it all together. And that's, that's what was fun to me, you know, and run around hitting people. That was always fun. Being physical like that, that was always fun. Um, and trust me, I took my share of licks. It was just probably why my head is the way it is, but I I was not a big feller and I I wasn't shy from sticking my nose in places. Ooh, here, I'll tell you, give you one example. That was just probably not good. Um, I'm listening. Before we have, before we get into this list, I used to play uh, safety on defense, and I was always the guy. Didn't matter as long as if they made it through, and it was just me. I usually nine times out of ten was pretty good at just at least wrapping your legs up and making sure you didn't make it. You score a touchdown. I was always the last line of defense, even though I was the smallest guy. Not many people made it past me at that point because I just had I pretty good instincts, I guess. Um, but this one time, first play of the game, I remember this like it was yesterday. They run the ball right up the middle. Boom, boom, boom. He gets piled up into like a kind of a big pile, but he's still running back. He's this big guy still standing, still trying to fight for like extra yards. And I'm like thinking, all right, I'm going to come flying in there and just make sure he doesn't want to do this again. So I came flying as hard as I could dove head first, right into this guy, tried to hit him as hard as I could with the crown of my head, the top of it. And immediately right when I went into him, he ducked his head down and I hit him square on with the top of my head and it squished my neck in and it popped three of the ribs out under my shoulder blade on the backside. And I instantly couldn't breathe, couldn't breathe. And I stand up. I'm like, oh, that sucked. That sucked. And I walk back to the huddle and I'm like, I can't breathe. Can't breathe. But the game's going on and you got adrenaline going. So I'm like, oh, just stick it out. I'll just keep playing, you know, keep playing, keep playing. Until I got to the sideline, then I'm realizing, like, oh, this really sucks. But I got to go in on offense now. So I get through. It's halftime. So it's halftime. And I sit down. And I'm literally, I'm now I'm, like, focused on it, like, paying attention. And I'm, like, trying to take a deep breath. And I can't. I cannot take a breath. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. So I, like, wave my dad over. My dad was our coach at the time. He was our JV coach. This is JV football, by the way. And I'm like, Dad. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I can't breathe. Like, I don't know what's wrong. Just can't breathe. I'm like, I don't think I can play the second half. And he goes, Well, you played the first half, didn't you? And I go, Yeah. He goes, Well, that means you can play the second half. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And then he walked away. And I'm like, Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, what? Did, what just happened? I agreed to it. I'm like, Yeah, I'll play. So I, I'm like, Well, now I can't go back on it. That's just how my mentality was back then. And my dad, oh, yeah, no, it's definitely not like that anymore, right? No, I probably would still. I'm that, <laughs> uh, what's dumb? <laughs> but no, I went right back in, finished the game. Didn't know, still didn't know what Cough was wrong. blood. Didn't know what was wrong with me at the time. Um, then I had to go to the chiropractor. Immediately he took off, so- you know, lay down the thing. He's like, all right, he's feeling my back. He's like, well, I need you to take off your shirt. I need to see this. So I got my shirt and he's like, oh, I'm like, what? Oh, this is gonna. This is this ain't good, but this is gonna hurt. And I'm like, oh, and it hurts so bad. I get them all popped back in the place, and then I and instantly I could breathe again. But for like three days, it was awful. Anyways, all right, fifteen NFL conspiracies. All right, here we go. There's a good story. All right, uh, the Super Bowl blackout. I remember this. This was when the Ravens played the San Francisco 49ers. Am I correct? So how can a billion-dollar corporation have their lights go out in the biggest spin of the year? Mm-hmm. The NFL had a major fail in 2013. The Super Bowl had been delayed by around 30 minutes because the, uh, half of the Superdome lights went out. Mm-hmm. At the time, the Ravens were blowing out the 49ers at the game, and it was a one-sided contest pretty much. Mm-hmm. The long delay, though, slowed down the Ravens' momentum and allowed the 49ers to score 17 unanswered points. I remember this. The outcome of the game, most notably the defenders of all-time uh, Ray Lewis, 
walked out with the trophy. The lights reportedly went out because a piece of equipment that is designed to monitor electrical load sensors an anomaly in the system. However, many of the lights went out, so the game could not be more than or could not go on. Right, they fixed it. So they're basically saying that uh, the wrong team was winning, so somebody pulled a breaker. Wait, was San Francisco up, and then the Ravens came back and won? No, 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 opposite. I can't. Yeah, it's hard to remember because I'm the right. Ravens were winning. Okay. Uh, the, the Ravens were blowing out the 49ers. Okay. And then the 49ers ended up winning after the 30 minute delay. So the 49ers did win. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to remember. So that one, that would make John Harbaugh, I think that he won a Super Bowl. The coach for the Michigan Wolverines. I think, because I think that was the year it was the Harbaugh brothers were the two coaches in the, in the Super Bowl. I know, was, I know John. His brother was the coach for the Ravens. But either way, I don't know. See, I don't think that blackout happened. I Yeah, like you said, it's a multi-billion dollar business. This is the biggest game, the biggest stage. Do you stage. know how much it costs to run an ad? Oh, millions. It's $5 million for five seconds. Insane. In the Super Bowl. And you see some of those ads that are like a minute and a half long. You're like hundreds of millions of dollars like Budweiser and what's the most watched event ever you know and Dorito Doritos always had funny commercials they're not good anymore they no the commercials suck anymore that's what we used to watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials commercials yeah they're not they funny. funny the big pigeon one was about the last the last year when they were mailing everything by giant pigeons like <laughs> carrying cars and stuff like that oh, I didn't see that one and they were busting through buildings I haven't watched uh explain what you just did took a big glug of <laughs> Sorry, I, I usually I do it off mic, but I did it right in front of me. I wasn't thinking. Right, but explain what it was so people don't question. Oh, it's a big glug of uh, took a big glug of Aquapana natural Wil- spring water, Wilbur best got water. Us big glass bottles. It's the best water you can ever find. I, in my opinion, it's fine water. Oh, it's delicious. Now, honestly, if you drink this and then drink it next to like what you would normally drink for water, you can immediately tell the difference. It's crazy. Okay, back to the conspiracy. Yes. So you think this was done on purpose um, because the wrong team was winning? I don't know if it's because the wrong team was winning or if it was just to create buzz. Um, maybe, m- yeah, I, maybe not the wrong team is w- necessarily winning, but maybe the betting, like the Vegas bet line. I think a lot of the stuff has to do with gambling and controlling money. Sure it's billions of dollars. Exactly. And I think uh, it could have been something that do with that. Like uh, they may- created this distraction and then like went down to the refs and were like, okay, uh, you need to start, uh, you need to shift this. Because I think the refs play a big part in determining the outcome of a game. Oh, sure. Put it that no, way. No, it happened uh, to get the Super Bowl. Um, to get into the Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah, this, this one this year. This one that just oh, happened. Oh, the one that on just Sunday. happened. See, I, I, see, it happens every year. I can't remember which team it was, but it was like the ref was blatantly. I'm, I'm not a big sports person. I just yeah. know this from my like father-in-law talking to us about it. Yeah. Uh, and he's a little bit of a conspiracy guy, too. Like, he's kind of on our... Okay. Field. Not as much as probably what we get into, uh, but he's like, yeah, it's definitely you could tell because it was like the calls were stupid, yeah. the flags were flying for nothing, for nothing, yeah. So my next one, so we agree that 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 makes sense that they would do something like that, whether it was it's for some purpose, the intent, but there was some purpose, whatever it was, not sure. Yeah, uh, which I think it's like I think it's like pro wrestling, okay, to where the outcomes are mostly predetermined and all that. Yeah. Obviously, they're getting hurt. They're getting damaged. The right. people are playing hard. And I'm not sure that the team, for the most part, knows anything about the rigging. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe some of the higher-level guys, you know, like, uh, what's the big forehead brothers? Peyton Manning. The, the Mannings. I'm sure they know. See, I don't – I even think they don't. I think they do. The way Peyton goes around and does all this stuff, hmm. I think he's got high enough into it to kind of know. Even while he was playing? Maybe towards the end of his career. Okay, yeah. Because he played for a long yeah, time, did. more than most people. Yeah. Notice how he didn't get, which we'll talk about the one of the conspiracy with that all the head trauma. Like, Notice how his forehead stayed safe. Mm. Well, I mean, he didn't... There's reasons for that. I, I'm just... He's very good in the pocket. He rarely got sacked. He really don't got Don't know hit. what those words mean. Okay. Uh, the Ezekiel Elliott case. Oh, I don't know this, but I know who he is. Ever since the Ray Rice and Greg Hardy scandal... Yeah, Hardy. The NFL has come out with a strong stance against players' domestic violence. Yeah, they uh, pay or they proved that the off season 
when they went after the Dallas Cowboys running back this offseason and launched an ongoing investigation into the incident that took place near his old college in Ohio State with his ex-girlfriend. Okay. Elliot was never convicted of a crime by the police department, but the NFL found that he was very guilty of domestic violence by their own investigation and interviewed the victims. His appeal was that eventually uh, den- his appeal was eventually denied, and he was susp- suspended for six games in the middle of the season, essentially making the Cowboys miss the playoffs. Wow. Elliot continued to preach his innocence until the t- until this very day, and it's still hard to believe that the NFL found more evidence against Elliot than the police did. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying, uh, what the theory is, is they intentionally that, did this just to get him out so the Cowboys would lose games. Yeah. 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 And that the police, and I don't know who's right, who's wrong. Yeah. Because sometimes police investigations are very well done and, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Sometimes they're not. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, let's not pretend. Mm-hmm. Not all cops are bad, but not all cops are good. Right. They're people. Yep. Uh, so I don't know if it was, maybe the NFL was doing a good job here to where <laughs> the cops dropped the ball. I mean, it's Columbus. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And uh, domestic violence in Columbus, whoop, right under the radar most of the time. Yeah, I mean it's, they literally had a kid end up in a dumpster. So bad. I was there. I lived in Columbus when that happened. Wilbur did right. Wilbur, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Wilbur lived in a very uh, bad area. Bad area, and uh, <laughs> about two blocks from my house, they found a freshman's football players that Oops. was missing for like two or three days, dead in a dumpster. So yeah, not a good. Uh, time so what are you going with this one is it that uh oh i just elliot was it uh the elliot actually did commit domestic violence and the nfl proved it and the crime is on the side of the cops or is it that he was not committing domestic violence the cops never proved he did nobody else really came out and the nfl was just using this to bury him for a couple seasons or a couple games mm. yeah i yeah i think the nfl probably just had something out to get him for some reason. Maybe not even him. Maybe it was uh, just the Cowboys in general. Maybe Jerry Jones, their owner, They he made the higher-ups mad for some reason, and they knew like this was on the back, but this was an option, to an angle to hurt them. So they used him as a... They used him, in this case, as a way to do it. That's kind of how I feel. Number 13, the giant Spygate. Giants Spygate. Yes. I remember New England Spygate, but okay, what's the Giants? Okay, word? apparently before the Patriots were so successful videotaping and stealing the signs of their opponents, the Giants decided to give their shot at it doing something very similar. Before the Patriots? Yes. Okay. According to a reporter working on the Toronto Mail and the Global, uh, in Global, the magazine, implied that the Giants had an edge by somehow anticipating the other team's radio transmission, I'm sorry, intercepting the other t- radio or the other team's radio transmissions from the sidelines in the middle of a game. During the 2000 to 2001 playoffs, they managed to upset the Minnesota Vikings and beat the Philadelphia Eagles in the divisional round. They questionably destroyed the Vikings in the NFC Championship. Then the mm. Super Bowl, or and then in the Super Bowl, it would be relatively impossible to cheat with the entire world watching. They were blown away by the Baltimore Ravens. Hmm. So basically, they're saying that uh, this investigator was had a, a lot of evidence suggesting that they were somehow getting the radio transmissions from the other team. If everybody didn't know, they have radios in their helmets. Right. The coaches are talking to, to the, the players. Yep. Yep. So, but it's supposed to be a closed circuit for your players and their players have right. their own thing. Shoot. Yeah. We even have that in uh, high school. Yeah. Well, it, to a degree, not to the players, but from booth to the coaches yeah. on the sidelines. So what he, they're saying is that they were destroying these other teams, seeming like always yeah. inter- like anticipating every move they were doing until they got to the Super Bowl where they probably couldn't use the same maneuver to cheat because hmm. there's just so much more, I guess, screening and you know people watching. It's More frequencies being monitored, yeah. I guess, out there's there. There's a lot or? more eyes, yeah. billions of eyes. Hmm. So it, you know, it's harder to cheat. And then they just they you know, completely lost. Uh, this one I could just, I'm, I'm thinking just might just be a conspiracy. I don't think that's fine. Um, only for the reason, uh, for example, when we were in, you know, uh, just high school football, we would study tape and study so much, uh, uh, when we did it, our coaching staff had us tendencies. We did a whole tendency thing. 
when they were in certain situations, lined up in certain formations, you know, depending on down and distance, more often than not, like what plays they ran in these situations. And there were some games, there were some teams that was just, we knew what they were doing. Every play they were going to run before they ran it. And we destroyed those teams, just obliterated them because we knew. And even, I remember even one game, a kid even on our team, I won't mention his name, but he was like, we stopped him or something. And he just started yelling, we know your plays. We know your plays. That's what on our team, he was saying that to the other team. And because he was right, we knew their plays, but we didn't cheat. We didn't steal any signs. We didn't steal any frequencies. Just good pre- preparation. So I, that can happen. Um, you know, and then, uh, if a team changes that for the Super Bowl, like obviously if someone's like studying your stuff, like I said, they could have just stole the other team's signs, like filmed them and like and done it that way rather than hopping frequencies so, and stealing that. I don't have like these are like the short like right, right, right. notes of these conspiracies. Yeah. I think this reporter had a lot of evidence to suggest this, mm. whether they were radio skimming or something. Yeah. If he did, I mean, I'd like. I don't have that though, so right, I can't. Yeah. I can't speak to that. Right. But uh, he, he's purposely hidden his name. But he published these articles yeah. for pretty large uh, news outlets. But, right. But again, that but could, it's the news. I it's, know it's the news. He could have been a New England Patriots. Like I got it. He's I'm like, just oh, are Jets fans like the Giants? I don't have all the information yeah. on these. These are just the, yeah. the cliff notes of these ones right. that get spread around. Right. Yeah. Uh, my next one is the NFL Heights. Uh, Certain PED test. Oh, I believe that. 100%. Which is? Uh, performance-enhancing drugs or... Substance. Yeah. But Which performance-enhancing substances have been a major problem in professional sports. Like, baseball got really bad after they stopped letting them roid up. I know. I like the Mark McGuire era. I just wanted to see him at dingers every night. That's you know, I actually watched baseball. Like, now, you couldn't ca- catch You see me. they're changing a lot of the rules for baseball to make the game shorter because they have... It just takes forever. It takes forever. Yeah. Anyways, so... It's been, a, it's been a problem in pretty much every professional sport, specifically football and bowling. Uh, it is pretty strange that the... Did NFL, you say bowling? Yeah. Wait, what? It re- you admit you added that, right? I know. It's right there. What did what'd you say? It's been a problem in bowling? Pretty much every professional sport for quite a time, specifically... Professional football in bowling. Yeah, stop! You're lying. I'm not. Why? Why does Wilbur care about bowling? Because there's no. I mean, okay, let's see. No, bowling is not a sport where I think if you're on performance enhancing drugs, you're going to do worse at bowling because you're. I, I just have a feeling your body's not built to be yeah, on. I don't know. I've seen up. some of those guys that are like throwing the ball all the way down the alley, doesn't touch the alley the whole time until it's pissed. <laughs> yeah, the Incredible Hulk. Anyways, no, I added bowling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty strange to the NFL. The, air, the NFL, though, has had very few cases each year where players are busted for using performance-enhancing drugs. It's been rumored the NFL picks and chooses which players they want to publicly announce tested positive for such substances. For one notable player, like the Hall of Fame quarterback Peyton Manning yep. or Hall of Fame linebacker Ray Lewis, they might have swept it under the rug to take advantage of some of these players. And then they'll take advantage of other players they don't like as much to bust them. Right, yeah. Both of these players were rumored to be linked to these performance-enhancing drugs later in their careers, but nothing was ever materialized. It just seems odd that these that baseball is the sport that got caught majority of freezing steroids and not football, where size and strength means a lot more. And one of those players was linked to a murder, and nothing ever happened. Manning? No. Ray Lewis? Yeah. Oh. Not good. Not good. Okay. What's your thoughts? Um, Definitely. I agree. I mean, I remember, well, <clears throat> I remember when Peyton Manning got in trouble for it. Uh, supposedly, uh, they said his wife was buying stuff. I kind of remember that, and I don't do any of this stuff. The only reason I think he was probably on something is because he just had, like, a major neck surgery, and he had, like, no use or much feeling in his throwing arm. Manning's on the big forehead, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, because uh, that's when the Colts, he retired or left the Colts to go to the Denver. That's because his body was breaking. Like, his neck was all messed up, His and it affected his whole right arm. Is the thing that he uses to make money. You know, he's been on Buckeye Street like six yeah. or seven times. He's been in our hometown, yeah. Well, no, like Buckeye Street right on the corner. Oh, okay, yeah. 
the one of, I won't name her, but one of the the one of the best stitchers in U.S. history. Because like we said, all NFL footballs are made made in right our, here, in our hometown. Yeah, uh, she's kind of friends with him. Oh, nice. So she, she like the one time she got surprised. She just opened the door and seen cameras, and she's like, "I do her. I used to do her gutters and her gardening and stuff like yeah. that." And she opened the camera and seen cameras. She's like, "What?" And then Peyton's like standing there, like playing in her yard. That's cool. That's cool. But um. I do think some stuff gets swept under the rug. Oh, and I, sure. I think a lot of people are on some some substances. Um, I mean, there's – but there was guys that was obvious. Uh, I mean, Brian Cushing is an example for me. He's a linebacker, played for the Texans. The dude was Latimer from the movie The Program, which is a football movie. It's a really great movie, by the way. But Latimer was his character. He was never on the varsity team, you know, JV. You know, he's never good enough. They were big enough, but his senior year, somehow he got massive and huge, and he made the varsity college team. And uh, they're like, "Well, you know, he—it was obvious he was on steroids." And they even showed him like he was taking steroids, but that's how he made it to var. He's like, "I'm on varsity. I finally did it." And he's just going in the roid rage. That's the Cushing dude, like literally his characters in that movie, but him in real life. So yes, just steroids. Yeah, yeah, I think people are on it, and I don't see why. If you want to, I don't see why it's a problem. They won't if they want to do it. No, I, I. So to that statement, I can see why it's a problem because they're being professionally paid. Yeah, and it's going to create a. You have to do it to to keep to, up to keep up, and it's yeah. going to kill people. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's yeah. why. Yeah. And I, I get, and I've heard the same thing said with baseball. If you want to do, like, but they're like, still doing it. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying that if you allow it, yeah. And now you, it's setting the bar to where that's the norm. And if you want to beat everybody, now you got to do more steroids, and then you got to do yeah. more steroids and more. When it's the every odd person, you know, right one here, yeah. one there kind of deal, it just keeps people safe. Because I do believe most of the NFL players, because we know a lot of these guys or some of these guys. That's <laughs> just say a lot. Uh, I, I mean, as far as the average person knows, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, they're mostly just normal good people. Yeah, that are good at football. Right, and they're 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 genetic freaks. So that's going to cause <laughs> them good though, way. to keep their contracts, to keep their money. Yeah, it's going to cause them to have to do these dangerous drugs. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's why I get why you don't want to allow it, even though it does happen. Baseball should allow it. Well, I want to see home run after. I want to see every at bat be a home run, or or you're striking out. Just see a guy swinging a bat like 800 miles an hour, sending it into the river. <laughs> That's entertainment. That's are, are, are you not entertained? But yeah, and, and they're still using performance and drugs for sure. But they pick and choose 100%. Next one is Super Bowl III, which is, what's, the, what's that number? I, 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 like Alpha from Power Rangers. What's the number? I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. Okay. Many casual I'll, I'll look. fans mistake this as the first Super Bowl because it was the first competitive game between the NFL and the AFL. Back oh, then, three? Oh, yeah, I guess it was just three. Back then, the Super Bowl was a meeting of the best teams from the NFL and the best teams of the AFL. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the AFL is. Oh, uh, it's, it was, it's another league? Yeah, basically. The and NFL and, dom- or dominated the first two meetings and was widely considered to be the better football league by far. The Baltimore Colts led their quarterback, Johnny Units. Unitas. Unitas. Yeah. Were considered as many as the best team in all of football. That did not stop the quarterback from the other team, Joe... Namath. Okay, thank you. From to, the Jets. To come out and guarantee the win against the Colts. The Jets indeed beat the Colts 16-7, to but this lead made our many question of how Namath mm-hmm. was so confident in heading into the matchup. Conspiracy theorists suggest that the game was rigged to generate a buzz around the game of football in America. Hmm. That this upset caused the solidification of football as America's new pastime. Right, yeah. Because they were still at that time battling baseball. Baseball. Mm-hmm. And they won. Hmm. Interesting. I never heard that theory. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's a good it's a, a good theory, I guess, to make sense to generate the buzz. But I don't know. It's just I feel like back then it was still just – Playing football, and Joe Namath was pretty co- not cocky, but he was confident. So if he wore a fur coat on the sidelines. He was confident. 
Um, so of course that doesn't shock me either that he would predict a win and they actually win. I mean, confidence helps a lot. And when it comes to winning a game, it's like life, you're more confident you're at something, the better you're probably going to do at it. Delicious. Next is modern, uh, concussion protocol. Mm. Recently, the NFL has come out and taken a hard stance to improve its player safety in the wake of the public uh, realization of what is this? The CTE? That's their. It's that, that brain disease. Yeah, but specifically, it's pretty much just NFL patients, isn't it? Uh, I, I, it's the one that's most publicly like put out there. Yes, but, but I, there's a big link. I think soccer has a lot of them. I could see that because they, they supposedly when they fall back on their head and stuff I like think, that. I, I could see that. But it's a sports. It's, mo- it's Actually, mostly sports related. I think, sh- yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. So, however, the concussion protocol in the middle of the games has been lenient since it has been instituted, to say the least. Just this season, Brian Hoyer, which I think I said that name right? Yes, you did. Was seen twitching on the field and coughing up blood. Oh, it was Me, bad. Uh, it's, we watched this. Yeah. With my father-in-law. Yeah. I, I said he was dead. Yeah. He was dead. I. Uh, it, it was bad. I remember this too. I've seen one. I've seen one man in public die in my life. It was recently. It was last year. You remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's exactly how he looked. It was like blood, seizuring, and all that stuff. Mm. So he was coughing up blood and was still cleared by the concussion protocol and was... Uh, joke. It's just a joke. And he was reinstated into the game. The funny part about the modern concussion protocol is that even they even have a tent that players go inside so that no one can see what they are doing to test the players. Mm-hmm. And watching TV could tell that Hoyer should not have ever been put back in the game. Mm-hmm. But neuroscientists on the sidelines somehow found him to be fine. Weird, right? I know. The same thing with uh, uh, just more recently, the one I can remember, there's quarterback Tua. I can never say his last name. Tungo Viola? Tungo Viola? I don't know how to say it. Is he from Malawi or something? He's from Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. No, he's like in Africa. Oh, okay, okay. To have, a, I think have, he's from Hawaii. I'm pretty sure he is. There's some friends from Malawi. Where are you saying? Malawi. I don't know where that is. It's a it's a little country in Africa. Oh, okay, okay. They But he got he got hit once and I remember like his arms, you know, when their arms tense like Basically look like little T-Rex arms mm-hmm. when they all... Oh, it's so bad. So bad. And that's your nerve system coiling. Yeah. Because uh, you just you and, just fried it. And I think... I don't think they put him back in that game. Maybe they did. They might have put him back in that game. Same thing with that Hoyer thing. They put him back in that game. And that tent thing, it's for the player's privacy. You know, it's for the play. No, you're you're injecting them with chemical, or you're injecting them with painkillers and, and adrenaline. And I'm sure. adrenaline, yeah, like all sorts of stuff. I'm sure they're doing in there. Uh, who knows? But I mean, I get it. I get the privacy part too, especially like the part I thought it was for was when like they had an injury below, like you know, their waist, and they have to take their pants off to right. check it. That I get privacy. Yes, and I would. I'm not against the tent, but there's no third party person in there. To be like, hey, uh, you're not really checking him well. No, I know, yeah. And the third, I think most of the doctors and stuff are like, obviously a joke when it comes to if well they want oiled. them, they want them to put it back in this game. They're gonna find He's a way. To, that blood and seizing. You're good. He's fine. Yeah. Oh, he he actually had a, I don't know. I was gonna say PB and J in his helmet, like on Little Giants. He had jam packets in his cheek. Yeah, that's all it was. I don't even remember what the conspiracy was. What was the conspiracy on that one? That they're that they're fudging the outcomes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I I agree with that too. And they I, they come out, especially more recently, in the last like five ten years, saying that we're cracking down on this. This is you know this yeah. is a problem. We're going to crack down on it. And then literally watching, and they're not. Yeah, they're not at all. We're watching time, a man die. It's funny. And, they kind of only dismiss players at the end of season. Yeah, after season, uh-huh. like during the off. They'll. That's when the players get dismissed for some reason. Right. Yeah. Oh, odd. I think it's I think it's even part of a grander conspiracy of uh, big pharma being involved in the NFL uh, being a major sponsor to them, and I think their I think their uh, painkillers and the stuff that they're giving all the players that that big pharma gives them is causing these brain diseases and things like that and causing a lot of the problems. But they're blaming it all on oh it's just the big hitting and, and contact and all that. That's what's really causing it. I think it's I think it's 100% pharmaceuticals and then people are getting addicted to it. It's 
uh, it's taking the focus all a hundred percent off all of that. So uh, off big pharma and entirely like that, they, like they're not even a factor in any of this stuff, not even making them part of the conversation. I think it's all a big distraction for them. Hmm. I think it's all fake manufactured. Next one. Certain franchises are favored. Oh yeah. I, I agree with that. Doesn't it seem strange that it's the same <clears throat> few teams that always end up winning or in the Super Bowl? No, no, we are not just talking about the Patriots. Multiple teams in the NFL have yet to win anything. Everything from the, is it Lombardi Trophy? Lam, Lam. <laughs> Sorry, Lambo. It's like Lambo? Lambo, yep. That's not how it's spelled. L-A-M-B-A-U-G-H? L-O-M. L-O-M. B A R. Oh, sorry, sorry. Lombardi. 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 Lombardi Trophy. Lambo. They play at Lambo Field. Sorry. I had the two mixed up. Lombardi. So many teams haven't won that trophy. Yet the Steelers, 49ers, Cowboys, and Patriots have all won at least five Super Bowl titles and the trophy. The teams have always ended up in the big show, always seem to be the biggest fan bases as well. Well, well, it's the big show. When the Cowboys were America's top team in the 1990s, it seemed like they were always going to the Super Bowl every season. Yeah. In a league that prides itself on having the most... Uh... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm oh, sorry. Most professional out of any sports league, it is laughable that nine teams have uh, won more than three Super Bowls and 13 teams have yet to win a Super Bowl at all. Mm-hmm. How many teams are there total? 32. Okay, so about half but, of them haven't even have never won one. But there wasn't always thirty-two. They've added quite a few. Oh, so earlier there was much, much less. less, much less. If certain teams have already or have more fans than other franchises, it makes sense why the NFL would want those teams to be more successful and mm-hmm. be in the big games more often. Here, here's a an example. Um, after nine eleven happened, who won the pay? Or I just gave it away. Who won the Super Bowl? Patriots. Yep. After Hurricane Katrina happened, who won the Super Bowl? Um, the floods. New Orleans. Okay. Um, just little things like that. Uh, uh, when uh the war in Ukraine started more recently, who won the who won the Super Bowl? New Orleans did need that win. Right. I, it, so did they force it? Was it was it an act of like God that helped New Orleans achieve overcome all that? Was it just the buzz like? Um, that made it gave them the strength to do it. Who knows? I bet it's it's not a coincidence that some of these things add up. I was going to say the Ukraine thing with the who was it the it was it the L.A. Rams they won and their colors are the same as the Ukraine flag around the same time when that was the big thing. Um, yeah, I think, but like we mentioned earlier, refs force help force outcomes, and I think they want to force teams. Um, as long as the team is getting like its revenue, you know, why are you going to like the Browns, for example, they have the most diehard fans that are going to buy everything, go to every game and spend a lot of money on Brown stuff. See, they don't have a lot of fans, though. 
Oh, no, Browns are pretty, pretty big fan base. They're, I'm just saying. Here, let's say this. Once you're a Browns fan, you're always you're a Browns always fan. Brown. I'm not arguing yeah. that fact That's how, whatsoever. They, they don't lose fans. That's the thing. Even no matter how bad they ever get, how bad they ever every year. They for the zero loss season or huh? zero win season. What'd you say? They had the parade. Yeah, exactly. And for the people zero show, win season? People showed up. The people, oh, more, no. it, more people showed up for that than they did for the WNBA championship parade in Chicago. Ain't that sad? I don't want to go to a parade in Chicago. I've been stuck in parades in Chicago. I think it was suck. Chicago. I think. All right. Next one is deflation. Okay. With Tom Brady? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty obvious the Patriots would have beaten the Colts 45 to 7 at the AFC Championship. And they'd watch a much, or were they a much better team no matter what ball they were playing with. However, this game led to one of the biggest scandals in NFL history and ultimately ended in Tom Brady being suspended for four games and two or two seasons later. Brady was accused of having the Patriots equipment manager deflate the footballs so they could have a better grip in the uh, Foxborough, Foxborough, right? Yeah. Cold. The minimum PSI of an NFL football is supposed to be 12.5 PSI. Mm-hmm. According to the reports of ESPN, said that 11 of the 12 game footballs were significantly below this level. Even if the bill were, or if the balls were a little bit under-deflated, they, did that really give the Patriots a competitive edge? Okay, so uh, this has happened. I mean, and yes, he de- they were intentionally deflated. Um, I don't think there's any conspiracy there. I think it really happened. And yeah. But is it enough it- to give a big competitive edge? Or is it just no, they beat he- them 45 to 7. They still yeah. creamed them. Yes. Now it's against the rules because they have the, the limits for a reason. Yes, he, che- he cheated against the rules. Um, but Tom Brady claimed and the Patriots claimed that, oh, no, the balls just must have deflated. There's a defect. The balls deflated themselves. No, the balls, are made, the balls are made here. Uh, I know – you know, most of the people put them together. Not a single ball. Mostly. Those are the most scrutinized. More more balls oh, are they, made they throw that they away, throw away. Yeah, they throw away more balls than yep. ever make it to the NFL. And the fa- it, it's like one in 12 or one in 13, something like that. It's, it's a ridiculous number. But, yes, they throw away so much more than they actually make it out the door. Because, yeah, they're under high scrutiny. Not a ball. They, that, don't, they don't really throw them away. They just... They well, sell them to like Walmart and stuff like that. Right, yeah. But they, they just don't go to the NFL. They don't go to the NFL, exactly. I just don't want to make it sound like they're throwing they're in a dumpster. tens of thousands of yeah. footballs just going out the back Shoot. of the factory into a landfill. Well, with the NFL, a multi-billion dollar industry, they probably wouldn't be opposed to just doing something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, not a big fan of the NFL, but it is what it is. Next one, Patriots Spygate, which we kind of already covered. Oh, that, well, they didn't even mention there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did the same thing, but opposite. He overinflated the balls because he liked to he liked a stiff, more round, you know, football. He liked it overinflated. But oh. I mean, no one talking about that. Uh, Patriots are defined as the most scandalous team in NFL history, with probably the biggest scandal of all. Uh, on their way through a regular season, they were accused of videotaping the Jets' defensive signals in Spygate. a game Gate. on September 9th. Who knows how long the Patriots have been doing this, and it took the former Bill Belichick's disciple Eric Manigai? Uh Mangini. Mangini. Yep. To catch them in the act during what? an NFL, to bring them to the NFL's attention. It apparently took, or apparently only took Roger Goodbell, or Goodbell four days. Goodell. Roger Goodell. He's an evil man. Only took him four days to figure out that the Patriots were guilty of illegally filming the jet signals. The league called for the videotaping uh, very limited. But for some reason, fined Belichick a maximum fine possible of $500,000, the largest fine for a coach in NFL history. The team was also fined half of that amount, and they were also lost their first round of picks in the following year. Mm-hmm. Making an example out of him. He probably did something to make that Goodell make mad. mad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it happened. What's now, the, what was the conspiracy? That they've been doing it forever or something like that because they only got caught on oh. one game. You know what the real conspiracy is? Was in the two thousand and two playoffs when the Raiders played the Patriots and Tom Brady uh, went back to throw a pass and he almost like he's going to throw it and I think a uh, Greg Beaker uh, linebacker for the Raiders came up, boom hit. No, it was Charles Woodson came up. Strip the ball out of him. Fumble. Uh, Raiders recover the ball. It's game over right there. But no, no, no. They just invented this brand new magic rule that they've never called before in this one instant case 
called the tuck rule, where it said, oh, since he was in a throwing motion, which he wasn't, uh, it's and you hit the ball loose, that's technically an incomplete pass. So someone could just sit there and just keep swinging their arm the whole time. No matter if they got hit, it's never a fumble. It's just now, guess what? Now, magically, that rule doesn't exist anymore. But it kept the Patriots, kept the ball. They kicked a field goal. They beat the Raiders. They went on the Super Bowl and they went away in the Super Bowl. It's all fake. Oh, well, don't worry. That's or it's all loaded. That's just a, a way the refs out or control the outcome of a game. Bounty Gate. I've never heard of this one. Oh, I know this one. It's the Saints. People will do pretty much anything these days to get a little extra cash. So mm-hmm. it's no reason why the NFL players wouldn't mind or wouldn't mind making some extra money like everybody else. The NFL found out that in 2010 from an anonymous Saints player that they were being paid extra money by the defense coordinator, Greg, Greg, Greg Williams, Williams. Yep. to target players. More specifically, Brett Favre in, was, or in, the, in, the, in the sorry 2009 NFC Championship game. The bounty scandal reportedly lasted from uh, 2009 up until 2011. The league found out that a major offense, even though multiple Saints came out and said no such program ever existed uh, <laughs> to the extent in which it was being portrayed. And they were ultimately fined $500,000 as an organization, and they were given up their second-round picks in both 2012-2013. So what Bounty Gate was, they were paying... You got an incentive. You got paid if you were able to injure another player on the other team, but like, a specific player. Yeah, absolutely. That was the bounty. It's yeah. like having a wanted poster. Like if you take this guy out, you're gonna get you get this amount of money. Yeah, that's that was Bounty Gate, which that's kind of messed up. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, I was specifically trying, and it's a it's a violent sport, right? Yeah, but I'm never gonna let any of my kids play it. Yeah, uh, just because my one well, my really really good friend, uh, he's still suffering from problems from football in high school. And it's just, and the coaches let it happen. It was all, it could have all been easily avoided. Yeah, yeah. I'll never, I'll never just, any other sport, I don't care. Yeah. It's not that it's uh, just because it's a violent sport. It's just because of how violent, in this kind of stuff, like targeting kids on purpose and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. we're talking professional level, but. Still, it's, you're targeting a body and you're like a 250 pound, you know, potentially on PD genetic freak. Slamming into somebody with all your might, it's like a truck hitting you. If you're not, especially if you're caught off guard. The league against Al Davis and the Raiders. Oh, this is okay. This is, oh, this might get into what I was talking about. Ever since Al Davis became owner of the Raiders in 1972, he felt like the NFL was against him and his team being successful. During his time as an owner, the Raiders had built up a reputation of being rough, tough, and would do anything to win. Yep. This rubbed many other teams the Just wrong win, way. Just win, baby. And many people in the league's front office as well. There was even a point where Davis sued the NFL for forcing the Raiders to stay in Los Angeles in 1982. An antitrust lawsuit lasted for over 11 years, and the Raiders eventually won the settlement from the league worth roughly $500,000. I don't know. 200 million, or tw- sorry, 20 million. Oh, wow. I put an extra zero. 200 or 20 million. Uh, yeah. This case set a major precedence for all sports teams to be allowed to change cities, even with objections from the league. From, from that point on, the tensions were even greater between the league and the team. During the season, the referees seemed to have it out against the Raiders, calling every chance and even maybe making some up. Yeah, I believe it, yeah. I, and you see, I didn't live through this, but all growing up, there's there was evidence. And you for, ruined for, my next one. What? The tuck rule. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. I was already on it. Um, it's, it's true. It happened. You watch the watch the video footage of the tuck rule. Tell me it's a, not a fumble. You can't. You can't. I don't know what any of these mean. So I, I kind of explained the tuck rule earlier. Yeah, no, I, I'm yeah. just saying. I don't. I don't want to. Oh, gotcha. Don't. But um, no, I'm not gonna again. The but the Al Davis thing. They were. They were against. They didn't like him. That was. They. That was proved. I, mean, I think pretty well public knowledge. They did not like him. He was a. He was a ruckus. He caused too much. Problems because he wanted to do things his way. Anyway, he was. I think he was very successful. Al Davis was. Uh, but the Raiders did do some stuff to they. I mean, they had some kind of crazy characters on their team back in the seventies and eighties. That's why I, I like that became my favorite team because their history was insane and awesome. Okay, my next one: NFL football monopoly. Okay, what's that man? I don't football know. Football has one. overwhelmingly become the number one sport in America, so it turns or so in turn it has become a billion dollar industry. Yep. Many football leagues have tried to take on the NFL 
and many have failed. Mm-hmm. The most notable league created was to compete with the NFL was the AFL, the American Football League, which eventually merged with the NFL when both leagues were just getting started. Other leagues have been created since then, like the USFL, or the Air, or uh, and the Aerial, or there, sorry, the it's a it's like Aerial Football League. Arena. Is it Arena? Yeah. Uh, Arena Football League. And the XFL. Oh, the XFL was good times. But all those upstarts had no chance against this giant that was already the NFL. Mm-hmm. Infamously, the USFL and the former and the former UFL team owner Donald Trump. Yep. Suit is it that Donald Trump? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, sued the NFL for having a monopoly over the game of football, and he did win roughly three point seven million dollars in the lawsuit. It's but not to mention that his product wasn't very good. Well, I did. The other major football leagues existing continue have to success has been the Canadian Football League that has existed since 1958. But that's most likely due to the border between the countries. Yeah, and that's it's, it defines success because. Uh, have you ever seen Canadian football? No. And my like point, it. exactly. Nobody has. I like Canadian people, and that's about it, about Canada. <laughs> no one's seen Canadian football. It's it's like football, but their end zones are like 20 yards long. But, I mean, it's, but it's a different country, right? Right, yeah, exactly. How many people in Australia are watching American football? Well, probably a lot, if, you, if so. you like football. I'm if, saying, I, like... I'm just saying, if you're here... We have a lot of football, though, here. Exactly. So there's you're, not there's, really a want you're, no, for more. No, because it's an inferior product, too. Like, with, you know... Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to be nice. I can't... Uh, they're trying. No, no, no. It's not their fault or nothing. It's It just is. All the best players go to the NFL, you know? Oh, so yeah. it's just you're not going to get the best of the best. It's... Uh, I'm the best around. Oh, that's going to ever keep me down. Um, Except concussions and CTE. <clears throat> well, yeah. Um, what, what was that? How'd that one start off though with the, oh, there's a monopoly XFL. You know who started the XFL? Hmm. Vince McMahon and the WWF or WWE. Did he really? Yeah. They started the XFL. And I'll tell you what, that, when that first came out, it was, again, they didn't have the best players, but they had like characters. Like you could have nicknames. You went by your nicknames, uh, like He Hate Me was one of the big guys. That was his name on the back of his jersey. And he, when they said his name, they didn't refer to him as his name. They referred to him as He Hate Me. It, it was awesome. The way they started off games, too, instead of a coin toss, they just started two guys, each other. one from each team, starting in the end zone. They put a football on the 50-yard line, and they both just had to sprint, and whoever got to it and got it first got the ball first. So, like, they would be bash. Like, it was crazy. It was It, it was different, and I liked it. Oh, yeah. All right, go on. No, it's just so, yeah, as a monopoly, and I really may not know, but it is illegal to have a monopoly in the U.S. Yes. It's, <laughs> as far as I know, it's never once been beaten. But, well, not, it's it's illegal to have a monopoly if you're not already a, a billionaire or major corporation like uh, that owns everything. I'm tra- most, They're allowed. Well, no, well, they're not. What they do is— They create another company yeah, that they their, also own. It's their company. Then it's yeah, they, yeah, it's still—yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, okay, uh, concussions and CTE. Oh, I think I kind of touched on this earlier. Yeah. The NFL tried to ignore the warning signs of the effects of concussions had on, on players until it was far too late in 2002— a, neuro, a neurological pathologist named Dr. Bennett. He's definitely not. Okay. No, he's, he's they made the movie about Olmlo, him. I'm going to say. I think it's 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 a foreign name, obviously. But yeah, I think, I think he's think from it's Af- African. Yes. It looks like an African name. Will Smith portrayed his character in the movie Concussion. I'm going to go Olmlo then. Yeah. Uh, did an autopsy on the former Steelers League, Mike Webster. And he found that, it, that examining Webster's brains changed the game of football forever. He discovered that Webster was suffering from a previously undiscovered doctor. <gasps> undiscovered. It never had. It's just now occurring. That's so weird. No, that not. He's not saying that it's now just occurring. That nobody has documented it yet. Oh wow, that's so just strange. It just pops up out of nowhere that they found this segregation brain disease called a uh, chronic traumatic and Encep- or yeah, encephalopathy. Yeah, there we go. That makes the brain get hard and brittle. That's not good, everybody. No, it's Your not at all. Your brain to be soft and wet. Yes. Hard and brittle is not good, unless it's candy. The disease... <laughs> or peanuts brittle. 
The disease may, much like dementia, causes the victim to lose their memory and affects their mood and emotions similar to that of Alzheimer's as well. Yep. Many former NFL players have been proven to have CTE mm-hmm. after they have been passed uh, passed on because the disease can only be detected once someone has already passed away. Mm-hmm. Most recently, Aaron Hernandez. Yes. Who committed murder and killed himself in jail was proven to have this, and his family is suing the NFL because of it. Most likely, he committed these murders and had such problems mentally due to this disease. Hmm. Um, and then good same theory, thing happened with some of the good theory. Even though he was doing insane, crazy stuff in college before, like in crazy, Didn't like Benoit do this too. So he that's had, what Benoit. Yeah, he murdered the concussions, and then you see now here's where I think is the lie i think this is a conspiracy but for i think it's a big pharma conspiracy i think the cte yes occurs i think they do you know the brain like you said the symptoms the i don't think it's from concussions i think it's a hundred percent from uh the drugs are doping them up with or something yes i think it's all the painkillers i think it's all the opioid everything that they're feeding these players because they won't let them have marijuana that's illegal in the NFL. You get suspended for a whole season if you're found to have that in your system for pain. Nope, you have to have these. You have to have drugs. But drugs are okay. Pharmaceuticals, 100% okay. They feed them, feed them to them like candy to the point where all these guys are, a lot of guys are addicted to it. Bad. Um, and they, it's when they, when they get out of football, it's hard to recover. It's hard to get out of that cycle. But you never hear a word about that ever. But CTE. Now, that's why I was acting so surprised. Oh, they just now discover this. You mean it kind of correlates all with the time that they're feeding these guys in massive quantities painkillers? Weird. Could be. And now they bring out this doctor from Africa that speaks English, but and he get him to make a statement. He's the one guy that, as like you said, people just follow along. He's the science on this whole thing. So it's gospel now that what he says is a hundred percent true in the cause. They don't even question. What the cause could be ever. They only say, oh, it's concussions. It's from head trauma. That's it. Even in the name, it has to have trauma from the head. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They even had to make a movie about it and put it out there and make it. And they force feed it, force fed it to us and made it like, oh, this is the best movie of the year. This is one of the top movies of the year. Like, I don't think I think that's all propaganda. I have this. I think it's all propaganda. I don't think I do because I'm I think not you on have farm. A hard, brittle brain. I don't think I do. Uh, come on, you can't tell me that there's not something here that I. Oh, I have no idea. But do you can you understand? I'm not a neuroscientist, huh? I'm not a neuroscientist. No, but. Uh, no, but you're just cray cray. You don't. You can. You can understand what we're. Hey, you can I'm follow just, me. I'm just picking on you. Okay. I I hundred percent believe. I can personally see it either way. I I just think big pharma is that type of company. I think that. Well, I'm not saying. It. Nobody likes Big Pharma. No. I'm, I'm just saying, though, I could see this actually being caused by constant concussions head yeah. and head trauma and them ignoring it and putting what the b- biggest danger of, and I'm not a neuroscientist, the biggest danger of concussion is of what happens immediately after. Right. Yeah. Because your brain's a little swollen. You oh, know, yeah. You, and then if you get another, even a slight bump is what is, in my opinion, caused a lot of this stuff. So what, like we talked about the one guy that was seasoned and bleeding and they put him back in the game. Mm-hmm. I can see that causing this. See, that's where I think it doesn't. I, I'm not cause, saying your way is not right, right yeah. either. I have no idea. I think there's problems coming along with concussions. Yes, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's this disease, see, in my I, opinion. Because we, as humans, probably never had something like this before, where you can constantly get concussions rapidly. Because uh, normally, when you get a concussion in nature, you probably died like, yeah. or are going to die right. very soon after. Yeah, from falling or a predator or prey strike. You know, it's not like your, your tribe mates are getting you back up and pushing you back out there to keep fighting that rhino. Right. Well, and then you and then you go home and murder your whole family and then murder yourself after it yeah. or commit some sort of just commit suicide in general. Where, but where's like the older players that where's their stories of, you know, them committing these horrible atrocities or, you know, because most murdering of them went themselves the woods and or, became serial killers. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. I've seen them. I'm just saying, I don't I know. I see a guy in a leather football helmet walking around with a knife in somebody's intestines. Yeah, that was a flannel man. That's something different. Oh, no, no, he had a leather football helmet. Well, where do you think he got it from? He murdered a football player back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, he lured him out. All right, the biggest conspiracy of all that is not a conspiracy. Okay. The games are predetermined. 
Um, I can see it. Like you said, it's like professional wrestling. I c- Which we're not saying that the players or the professional wrestlers aren't hurting themselves. No, putting yeah, their no. bodies in the line. They definitely are. Well, even in wrestling, like I've... That's what I'm saying with wrestling. Major. I'm major, but I got a lot of good things to oh, say about sorry, wrestling. My chair is so noisy. Yeah, that's all right. It's Shaq. It's Shaq squeaky. The Shaq is squeaky. The wind blows and this whole thing creaks. Um, <laughs> that's the creaking walls. Um, there we go. <laughs> but uh, like in wrestling, they, yes, they know the outcomes they the wrestlers discuss you know like what the finish is going to be you know what they're going to do to finish the match but everything in between there is all imp- it's like a dance it's all improvised and you got to work with each other it's to make it to give the product to appear how it appears now but now there but there's times where things don't go according to, like something happens you know then they have to jump off script or act in the moment and then Whatever happens, they just kind of have to react after it and figure it out in this moment, in the spot. And that's kind of what makes – sometimes that's really what makes wrestling great because sometimes accidents happen and you got to – they got to deal with it. it. Yeah. And you still got to put the show on. It's all a big show. It's all entertainment. So I think the same thing's happening with this except, you know, the only people in on it, the quote-unquote wrestlers aren't in on it in this because the average football player is not in on it. Right, yeah. Uh, I like I said, I think it's a very finite mate of the actual players, mm-hmm. a very finite number, like your superstars, because they play up that part, yeah. right? They they have to know a little bit more to do some of these things. Yeah, I think it's the referees and the owners, and that's where I think I think it's the referees and owners. Yes, like in, in coots coordinate together, the, like Brady man, like yeah, all that stuff. I think they're in on it. I don't know. See, I don't know the players. I don't know if the players really are because it's... I think, like I said, I think it's, it's hard. Just your superstars. I see, but even then, you have to still be able to perform and do these things oh, that... Oh, I think so. ...are t- just extremely difficult. I'm not saying they're f- they're fake. Yeah. I'm just saying that they're in on, we're winning this one or we're losing this one. Yeah. Hmm. Like, that, they fumble then or, you know, then, you know. So here's oh, their gotcha, little yeah. quote on it. In football, holding can virtually be called on any player mm-hmm. and the by any referee, and the average fan would not know the difference. The setup would make it look easy for the NFL to rig pretty much any game they wanted to and swing the most outcomes the way they see fit. Brian Tofi, I have to see it. A professional, uh, he's just a professional sports conspiracy theorist. Okay, says sports leagues like the NFL can fix the outcomes in pretty much every game they want. He truly believes that the games are somewhat controlled by the people who are not playing in the games are, and are no different than other scripted shows uh, or movies you may find on TV. This theory is, is quote-unquote far-fetched, but the NFL did steal things like camera placements and on-field interviews from the XFL. Oh, yep. yep. So they maybe they decided cam. to steal the, well, the way the WWE, too, has their games all scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the sky cam they got from the XFL. So, uh, I guess the thought is that yeah, I mean, we just we talked about it earlier that referees can really sweat. And the, the only one I can that really pops in my head that I remember like witnessing when I still watch football, there was a playoff game between I think it was the Rams and the Saints, and it was right in the, the Saints come marching, marching in. in. Okay, go on. They, th- they threw a ball way down the sidelines. I don't remember what team committed the atrocity, but basically, you know. Guy's going to catch the pass, and you can't touch. You can't. You can't hit the receiver or something. We need before he's there's a flag pass interference. The dude, the defender, basically tackled this receiver, and they didn't throw a flag or nothing. They didn't do nothing about it, and they let it go. And everyone was going nuts and crazy. And then that was it. And they just moved on. Next play. Next play. Next play. And just kind of ignored it. And then the game over. Oh, and then team one. Oh. And then they tried to move on. They touched on it real quick, and then they just move on, change subject, and like, like it not happened. This didn't happen, but yeah, yeah, it happened in front of everybody, and no one did anything about it. Another one was when the you ever hear a bottle gate? That's a Browns thing. Uh, I think it was Browns Jaguars. Refs made a horrible call. Um, they went to a the booth to like review it, and they came back and like changed everything basically to, and then the brown and the browns fans went nuts because it was obvious what they did they made the wrong call after the replay and it changed the whole outcome of the game 
So the Browns fans went nuts. This is why they do not sell uh, beer bottles in football stadiums anymore. Because the Browns fans started whipping all their beer bottles onto the field at these refs. The re- they had to end the game. They called the game off early. And the refs went running into the tunnels, like covering up, hiding. You been hit with a beer bottle? Hu- oh, yeah. It sucks. Hurts. And hundreds. The the field was littered with bottles everywhere. Because the Browns room were going nuts throwing them at it. And that's why it's called Bottlegate. Now you can't have beer bottles in stadiums anymore because the Browns. Woo, Browns fans specifically. There you go, a little piece of history. Yeah, the, the refs, I, uh, I can't remember. My father-in-law was at a game. He goes to a lot of college and NFL games. And I can't remember the one where the ref had to leave. Like they had to sub out a ref mm-hmm. because he was making so many quote-unquote bad calls. Yeah. That they were going to kill him. So he left like halfway through the game. I think I remember this, yeah. Uh, he was there. You're Okay. So he had to leave. Like the ref snuck out. Yeah. And got replaced by a different ref because people were going to kill him. him. Yeah. yeah. But he was doing what he had to do to get the uh, Result, correct outcome. He, he, yeah. That's what's crazy. So you heard it here first, folks. On the Conspiracy Shack, the NFL's all rigged. I think, yes. There's the whole way down. Makes your brain brittle. It's just, to me, it's it's not worth watching anymore. I become an, I'm now an ex NFL fan. And I don't like college football because they don't make any money. I know that uh, rule recently just changed, changed. Yeah. But it's still not very good. They're exploited to the insane amount agreed by the universities and the whole NCAA. It's all because big if money you read scheme. Because now they're all allowed to make money. It's nothing. No, I know. Yeah. It's still, they don't make money. Whether, right. Whatever the law says. They're just allowed to now have their likeness being used and now they're bringing the game back out and. Yeah, all of it's all of it's not good for society. I believe you. All you need in society is clean water, a source of clean food with no preservatives. Everything you can grow in the ground, or you can feed. You know, like a chicken, a quail, perhaps cows, goats. Make raise your own food. Feed yourself clean water. Uh, you need shelter. You need community. You need to have good values with your friends and family. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.